0: ebay motors has it and with ebay guaranteed fit it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time every time or your money back plus at these prices well you're burning rubber not cash keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply and now a word from our sponsors at betterment if you're listening to my show you're looking for tips on how to work smarter not harder And let's be real, you're already working hard to earn your money, but how do you make sure that your money is working hard for you? Here's how. With a Betterment automated investment and savings app, your money will go to work. get started. Learn more about high-yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk. Performance is not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. Welcome to the Jill on Money podcast. It is Sunday, March 7th. This is the program that attempts to take the mystery out of your financial life. We try to coach you to make better decisions about your money, the only way we can do that is if you send us your questions. And frankly, it's a lot better if you decide that you can send us a question and you get your, your gumption up, you, you, you sort of cross over that fear that you might have of appearing live with us and tell us, I'll come on the show with you. You can change your name. You can change where you're from. No one's got to know. It's kind of great. So, send us an email with your question. Ask Jill at JillOnMoney.com. Or if you're on our website, JillOnMoney.com, click the contact button. We'll get your note and say, Hey, I want to come on the air with you. It'll be great. Mark does everything else. That is what David did. David is on the line from Virginia. Hello, David. How can we help you out? Hi, Jill. Thanks.
1: So, I have a question around allocation. Um, I've been putting money away in my 401k and Roth 401k and IRAs for a while now and I haven't really been paying much attention to it and logged in early this year and saw I had more
0: money than I thought I would all right yeah. I love that. what a pleasant <laughs> surprise it's like when you stick your hand in your pocket and you're like oh my god there's a $20 bill here I feel so good
1: <laughs> I know right right and uh, the thing is I haven't given much thought to what I was actually investing in. I, I take the traditional advice of using low-cost index funds and everything worked great. But now I've got money in all different accounts that seem to be invested in the same kind of index funds. And so I'm wondering if this is something that I need to be uh, changing up to kind of take some money off the table mm. to uh, uh, really kind of diversify even farther into bonds. I, I really have almost a no bond investments. And on in a more global scale, think about is continuing to invest in the market um, in, in new investments the, the way that I should be looking or am I really kind of concentrating my risk in in the market
0: okay let's let's back up a second tell me a little bit about yourself how old are you I'm 34 married single married Um, spouse same age ish older younger
1: she's 34 as well
0: okay both of you working right now yes okay you have kids yep one son okay how old 20 months oh my god and yet you sound so chipper not like you've lost a wink of sleep It's very it's very impressive uh, david tell me about the kind of investment we're discussing here is this for retirement generally speaking so i have
1: i feel like every account possible so i've got <laughs> 401k uh, roth ira traditional ira hsa 529 i feel like I've got accounts
0: everywhere okay let's just look at the retirement stuff first because it's almost a little bit easier uh, in the retirement accounts, ballpark between you and your wife, about how much in retirement accounts right now?
1: So I've got about 290 in the 401k slash Roth 401k, about 30000 in a Roth IRA. Uh, and my wife has about uh, 13000 in her Roth IRA.
0: Okay. So, I mean, this is a good chunk of money, you know, three hundred thirty some odd thousand dollars. Are you contributing uh, the maximum to your retirement accounts at this point? How much are you putting in on an annual basis?
1: So this year will be the first year that I truly max out the 401k. Great.
0: Um,
1: and that'll be, you know, the, the, the max. The Roth IRA we kind of look at as if we can do it, great, let's do that. Mm-hmm. Um, we try to get at least uh, 3000 in each account every year. Um, but if we can do more, we'll do more.
0: And is your wife putting away the same amount of money as she also maxing out of her retirement account?
1: Close. I mean, she's probably like five or six hundred dollars away. We'll probably get that this year.
0: Okay. Now, have you ever done one of these risk assessment questionnaires? Have you ever kind of gone through the paces where you say, hey, let me just really get a sense of how much risk I should be taking? Because, you know, obviously you're not 22, but you're not Seventy-two. So you may you don't need your money. Hopefully for another thirty or forty years. But how do you guys feel about risk?
1: You know, I, I feel like it's changed a little bit. Um, <laughs> the the more I look at it now, I think it's really changed with the amount of money that's in there. I'm like, oh my goodness, you know, I I might want to stop and and reassess what I'm what I'm doing um, in terms of risk. I certainly understand that we got a long time horizon and. Uh, you know, we want to you know, maximize the time in the market and, and the investments um, in, the, in the stock market. So certainly understand that. But at the same time, I look at a dollar amount. I'm like, I don't want to lose this tomorrow if the market goes you know, south. I, I think the, the, my risk tolerance is kind of changing.
0: I think that, that, I think that makes sense. You know, think of it this way. Let's say that you're 22 years old and you're in your first job and you have a 401k and you've got two grand in there. And the market collapses and your two turns into one. And it stinks I mean really that's awful but if in your case if your 300 went to 150 you'd be like oh my god it's the same loss right same percentage loss but yes you've got more at stake now so you said that you really have most of the money in the stock market in the US stock market would you say
1: yeah to the predominant holding in the 401k is the S&P 500 index.
0: Okay. I mean, look, you are young, but I would point something out. First of all, uh, for everyone listening, I am a self-proclaimed wimp. I may be the only former commodities trader who really does not like risk. And so what I have learned in studying how portfolios perform over time is that when you add in an asset class, that maybe zigs when your stocks zag. What you essentially are saying is, I would like to sign up for a program where I can mostly do pretty well, almost as well as the overall market, if things are going great on the upside. But I would like to really limit what's happening on the downside. And that's what asset allocation is really all about. That's what balancing out your asset allocation would look like. So, In my mind even though you're young and hopefully don't need this money for a long time I would even suggest that instead of being you know 95 or 98% in stocks that you would even pull it back and say what would this look like if I were 70% in stocks and 30% in other stuff and maybe that other stuff would be a little bit of cash some intermediate bond funds, again, using index funds to fill in the gaps. Um, Maybe even uh, if you have it available to you in your retirement accounts, maybe there's a a commodities or a real estate little piece that you could put, you know, like 5% in. And again, this is what you give up. If the stock market goes straight up, you're going to call me back and say, you stink. I could have been up 20%. I'm only up 16%. And by the way, when I was an investment advisor, I fielded many of those calls. You want to jump out the window, but okay, I understand. But you probably wouldn't call me up and say, the market just went down by half. And instead of my portfolio losing half its value, I actually went down by 25%. It wasn't so horrible. So that's what you're doing. You're limiting your upside a little bit to make the downside more livable. And what I would also say is that when you have a diversified portfolio like that, and you create something called auto rebalancing, which I hope you have in your 401k, which means whatever I put in my allocation that on some periodic basis, the plan will rebalance the portfolio to keep that allocation in check. If you do that, your bet is I'm still going to be a long-term growth investor, but I'm willing to give a little upside up. I'm willing to forego that to limit what my downside damage could be. And I think it also helps you prevent yourself from panicking when bad things happen a couple things so how would 70 30 sound to you
1: I think totally doable and it would kind of help me sleep at night not waking up you know every week and checking it to see (laughs) if anything's happened okay I
0: love I love that you are admitting that you're losing a little sleep over this Um, (laughs) second thing is you said you had HSA's uh, health savings accounts the only thing I would say about that is The sooner you think you needed money, the less risk you could take. So in an HSA, I'm a little bit less risky because, you know, if you blow your knee out next year and you have to spend some money to get surgery, you're going to need the money and you don't want to actually be subject to the high highs and low lows of the market. So that I'd pull back. Are you doing education stuff for our 20-month Einstein in training?
1: We are we have a, a 529
0: okay have you just done an age-based kind of allocation for that where the plan puts money in place based on the age of the kid
1: you know we looked at that but the fees were kind of high and, mm. and you know, so we I opted for the my old standby the the stock fund uh, Vanguard total market and so um, that's what all of that is in today
0: that's fine for now as the kid age you know gets older you start pulling the risk back because you might need the money. So that right. seems fine to me. I think you're on your way. I love the idea of having a more diversified portfolio. But again, you know, you just know you're making the trade in your mind. I'm okay. And, and think of it this way. I, I gain a little bit of sleep. I lose a little upside potential. That's it. That's the bet you're putting out there. I believe in my heart that that is a bet that most investors should be taking. If you want to be on the program and you want to jump the line, because there are thousands of emails that are sitting in our inbox, we are trying so hard to get to them. Mark loses sleep over this, but if you want to jump the line, tell us you want to come on the air with us, and that will get your question answered. Send us your emails. The address is askjill at jillonmoney.com, and our website is jillonmoney.com. There you can sign up for our free weekly newsletter. You could even buy my book, The Dumb Things Smart People Do With Their Money, 13 Ways to Right Your Financial Wrongs. Our music is composed by Joel Goodman. Mark Telercio is the best executive producer in the world. We are distributed by Cadence 13. We want to remind you always to wash your hands, to wear your masks, to maintain your physical distancing, and put your hands metaphorically on someone's back. It will make them feel better. It will make you feel better. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow.